Doesn't Carl look a bit pale to you? Julia asked. Jeopardy pouted. Must be the light. Carl and Melody stood up. Carl gave a huge bow before facing Melody. He placed his hands on her hips, and she placed hers on his shoulder. He bent to peck her lips, and the people cheered. They waved their hands to accept the praise. Julia noted Melody's worried glance at Carl. He's definitely pale, Julia said. Carl leaned over to ask for the mic. When he lost his balance and fell from the stage, the table falling on top of him. People stood up, astonished. Carl wasn't moving. Julia ran to the front and reached it just as the personnel were able to remove the fallen table. I'm a doctor, declared a man as he pushed through the growing crowd. He knelt beside Carl and took his vitals. He started doing CPR as people started speculating. The table was clean. The waiters had already cleared the plates, only leaving the plates of cake and glasses of rum, none of which had fallen directly on Carl. Carl himself didn't have any apparent wounds or bruises, and the stage wasn't that high. Melody was paralyzed. She clung to her father's shoulder as they watched the scene with stoic eyes. It seemed to take forever before the paramedics arrived. Carl was still not responding. What's happening? Julia pursed her lips. Carl fell. A few seconds later, the paramedics backed away from Carl. One of them stood up to walk towards Melody. Melody started sobbing, realizing what had happened. He fell, that's it. People don't die from just falling at that height. Julia nodded. Something's wrong here. The police are here, Jeopardy noted. We better keep out of the way. Maybe we can help. Julia said. We've been here since earlier. No, Julia, Jeopardy said. I think we should let the authorities handle it. Remember the time you tried looking for Maymay's dog? Pam hit Jeopardy's arm as Julia's face folded in. The dog got run over by a truck the moment she found it. You're right, Jeopardy, Julia relented. They can do a much better job. The guests started chattering among themselves. They watched as the officers took notes of the scene. One of them approached the host. They exchanged a few words, then separated. Excuse me, everyone, started the host. Thank you for staying calm throughout this ordeal. The police would like to ask for your cooperation. Please stay within the vicinity of the resort while the police sort out the evidence. They have ordered a lockdown, which management has agreed to. You may stay in the rooms, free of charge. Just then, Julia's phone started ringing. The room erupted into chaos at the announcement, so she excused herself to answer it. It was Mr. Drake, the owner of the Braxton International Hotel Resort, where the reception was being held. I think you have something to tell me, Miss Julia, Mr. Drake said, and it has to do with this wedding you've organized. With this guy, straightforwardness was always the best move. Mr. Drake, Carl Stipple, the groom, fell during the reception. The paramedics and police are here, taking care of the situation. So I've heard, and they've requested a full lockdown, which I've approved, but only until tomorrow noon. As you can imagine, an unsolved murder at my resort will deal quite a blow to my business and its reputation, and I don't trust the police to make this case a priority. I've got other big events coming up, and I can't lose them just because of this stray incident. I've already invested too much time and people for those. So, 
I want you to get to the bottom of the issue. Me, sir? Yes, you. I've heard of your talent for solving crimes. The faster this is solved, the faster the reporters will move on to a different story. You appear often enough on the community paper. Do it in 24 hours, or you're fired. Sir, I don't want to see this resort featured on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. But, sir... The call was ended.